Hello everyone, this is Amanda and welcome back to Dating Will Be the Death of Me, Season 2, Episode 2. Thank you for your continued support. I just have to shout out some of my friends for making fun of me because I had said I was going to take a little break in between Season 1 and Season 2. And for me, I totally thought a week off was a break, but I don't know. I was just so excited about the first episode of season two, which if you haven't listened to it, go listen to that now. It is my first episode with a couple. I had my coworkers, Kerry and Derek on. They met at the brewery. We all work at together and just super cool to hear from them, kind of hear how their friendship turned into a relationship and just, you know, they were so cute. I loved, I loved being around them. It was a nice, a nice chat where like, you know, I was basically the third wheel, but it didn't feel like it. They're both so awesome. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. The episode is called Polly Walnuts is Bay. If you don't get the reference, it has to do with Sopranos. So any Sopranos fans out there who agree Polly Walnuts is Bay, he is my favorite, (laughs) my favorite uh, character on that show. So definitely go listen to that. If you haven't caught up on past episodes, please do that as well. There's a lot of great content already out there. I've had so many awesome guests and I have even more awesome guests coming up in the future. So yeah, you know, those, those episodes are always there. I had a weird like snafu where I changed podcast platforms and all of my podcasts went off of Spotify, but I was able to figure that out. So I'm back on Spotify, still on Apple, basically on any any platform that you would try to try to listen to a podcast. I believe I'm on, but yeah. So just want to do a quick update, uh, kind of talk about things that I have coming up. I'm going to be talking to a few other podcasters in the upcoming weeks, which will be awesome talking about, you know, everything from self-love to just their dating experiences. And that's honestly, I think I mentioned this before, but that's been my favorite part of this whole process is meeting other podcasters, getting ideas from them, and just like hearing from people and and connecting with people. You know, I've connected with people in my own state, in my own country, but also internationally. So I'm super excited about that. So with that being said, um, just kind of some topics that I have coming up which I am more, more than open. I would love for you guys to give me suggestions on things that you want to hear about. So I just put up an Instagram question. If you don't follow me at dating will be the death of me. I just want to know what you want to hear about. Cause honestly, at the end of the day, I want to talk about things that you guys want to hear about. So today is going to be um, an interesting one. I'm going to do a reaction video to a, a video that a friend sent me. And when he got the video or he came across the video and I'm not going to mention who the video is from or where it's from, but basically it's kind of like a a dating coach teaching men how to be more desirable and to, you know, not fall into that pattern of women not wanting them. So that'll be my podcast today. We'll get to that reaction video in a few minutes, but I want to talk about something that's been happening to me recently, which is like love bombing early on when you're you're getting to know someone or starting to talk to someone 
I experienced that literally last week where, well, I'll, I'll save that for an episode because I think it is something that happens a lot. And I think it's, it's a newer term that definitely within the past year or so, a lot of people have been talking about if you are a Real Housewives of New Jersey fan, you know that love bombing was a thing with um, like Louie and Teresa. If you're not a New Jersey fan, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the second time I've brought up uh, Real Housewives, so I apologize if you have no idea what I'm talking about. I think it's important um, to kind of revisit the idea of like what you're looking for when you're looking for someone. And I was actually the same person that sent me this video also sent me an article where the point of the article was to say, basically, we don't look for the right things when we're looking for a partner, but it didn't really give any advice. So I I would like to kind of comb through that article on here and just kind of react to that as well. Would love to get Rudy back on here, kind of hear about what's been going on with him. Red flags, again, I, you know, just with things that have been happening to me lately, would love to revisit that conversation. And I have a guest. It's the person that's providing the video today and sent me that article. I want to get him on as soon as possible. But if you have any ideas other than that, please let me know. I'm open to all of your suggestions. I want you guys to enjoy listening to this and I want you guys to come on here too. So if you're feeling up to be a guest on the podcast, reach out to me. Like I said, I'm on Instagram at dating will be the death of me. I'm also on Twitter at dating death of me. And yeah, you can reach out to me. You can just say hi. So anyways, basically what I'm going to do today is react to this video that my friend sent me and just kind of let, you know, this, the guy speak for himself for most of it, and then my reactions as we go. So here we go. All right, so here we go. We're gonna start right at the beginning and I'll be pausing throughout when I feel the need to react. Hey guys, welcome to the five biggest mistakes that men make on dating apps. The purpose of this presentation here today is to help you prevent those mistakes so that the probability that she's going to want to see you again for a second or a third date is a lot higher because a lot of guys say, oh, I can meet her for a date, but somehow over the course of the second date, third date, or even over the course of a couple of weeks or months, she tends to lose interest in me. By the way, if my nose sounds a little bit blocked, that's because it is a little bit sick, so you'll have to forgive me for that. So I'll stop there. Um, I hope the guy is not that sick, but um, just first off, I hate the idea of him being like, somehow she just loses interest. Women are allowed to lose interest in you. Like, there's no foolproof way of making sure that someone is going to not lose interest. You get to know someone, you grow over time, just right off the bat. I When I got this, this video and I started it, I pressed play and my heart just like, I was like, oh, this is going to be rough, which is exactly why my friend sent it to me because he knew I was going to hate it. But let's see. Let's see what his advice is. really want you to be able to sustain the attraction that you're initially hopefully able to generate. So let's crack right into things very briefly about myself. Who am I? But basically, he's just filling us in. He went through a bad marriage um, and he has felt what it feels like to be unwanted in a relationship. 
he has a coaching and consulting business uh, where he coaches people to get a better dating life and find the right girlfriend or life partner. And then we jump into his advice. Um, yeah, and I'm also a certified business personal and executive coach from the Irish Life Coach Institute. So, oh yeah, and we have a social media brand of 250,000 subscribers. Let's crack right into it. The first mistake is being too logical. Women react to emotions, not facts. Okay, first, like, uh, be your mistake is being too logical because women react to emotions, not facts. Already, you've lost me. Like, this is just so stereotypical, like, guy thinking that he can break the code to women. Women do react to emotions. They also react to facts. It's crazy. We are, you know, also logical beings. But, all right, let's continue. We'll never be able to logically convince her to be with you. Dating is a separate context, positive emotions. So win, shit-talking, and being silly is not just okay, but necessary. Okay, second of all, convincing. You shouldn't have to convince someone to be with you. So logically convincing someone or illogically convincing someone, neither should happen if you're trying to have a successful relationship. If you're trying to convince someone to be with you, I think it's already over. Also, shit-talking is necessary. I would like to know more about what he means by shit talking because is it shit talking the person you're with? I don't know. I would I would love to elaborate. I would love him to elaborate on that, but he's not going to. He's already going into mistake number two, which is being too agreeable. Oops, come back. Uh, yeah, so let's address all these. Oh, just kidding. He's going to address all of them. One second. Well, basically, look, if you're whatever job you have, it almost doesn't matter, right? As long as you're somewhat dedicated to it, let's say your job demands a little bit of thinking from you, a certain extent of cognitive abilities, then you probably spend a lot of your time problem solving, right? If you're a computer scientist, a business owner, a user experience designer, a kindergarten teacher, a barber, right? Your job consists out of solving problems. If you're a kindergarten teacher, same thing. But if you're the founder of a tech company, you're going to be solving problems. So as Elon Musk says, life can't just be about solving problems. And that's very true in the context of dating. You cannot carry the same degree of logic into the area of dating and relationships. She needs positive emotions from you. You'll never logically be able to list the reasons as to why she should be with you. That's very good to know that for yourself as a separate exercise, to know the value that you bring to the table, but you'll never be able to pull out and say, hey girl, by the way, so on this little checklist here, these are all the things that I bring to the table. What do you think? You think we should have sex tonight or not? Well <laughs> All right. Again, I hate this because he's basically saying that women are not logical and that you cannot reason with us. You cannot reason with us. If you give us a list of why you're so awesome, we don't want that. Don't tell us why we should be with you. Don't. We don't want to value you. We just want positive emotions. So I'm going to let him keep talking because I honestly, like, <laughs> I thought this was going to be an easy reaction video because I'm just so horrified, but I'm literally at a loss for words already and we're three minutes in not going to work too well, I can guarantee you that. So then we can talk about dating being in a separate context, positive emotions win. 
when you're in your workplace, in your own company or whatever place of work that you tend to go to, when you say something, when you contribute something to a work meeting or any kind of project, it should make sense. I know this sounds so basic what I'm saying, but we have to question the very foundation upon which we have conversations, right? Yes, you have to totally question everything you've ever learned about interacting with humans because interacting with women is so different. Oh, he's so right. In the dating context, because in the workplace, what you're saying has to make sense. On a dating context, it doesn't have to make too much sense. It's okay to be irrational and silly. Shit talking is not just okay, but it's actually a little bit necessary because by being ridiculous, outlandish, you're going to be able to create much more emotions in her than just by being way too serious. Next mistake. Oh my gosh. So if you're just funny, you'll get the girl. All right. That sums up that. Mistake number two, being too agreeable. Too agreeable. Out of a fear of losing her, you'll lose her. Wanting versus needing. It's okay for you to want her, but you must never need her. When you need things, oh, it's disgusting. She'll feel it. You'll come across as awkward, needy. You'll give in to certain things. You stop drawing boundaries. You present yourself as a much lower value product than you actually are. Raw products, whether you want to put that label on it or not. If you're a little bit more spiritually minded, well, that's okay. But you're still a product that you want to sell, right? You're the product. And if you need her to buy you, then you're going to become very ugly and you're going to agree to things. You start drawing these boundaries and she'll sense it and it's going to repel her. Thinking about yourself as a product is not something I would recommend. You are a human. You are not a product. You do not need to sell yourself. Where did this guy get? He literally said he was certified in something. I'm, I'm so confused. Also, out of a fear of losing her, you'll lose her. I hope he goes more into that. This is wild. Okay. Yikes. She wants a man who's not afraid to disagree. The death of all relationships is depolarization, Tony Robbins, which means it's, it's what's going to destroy your first date or the attraction she's feeling for you over the course of the first date is not the fact that you're too disagreeable. Well, you can take it too far for sure. There's a lot of guys who need to put on a show and need to be too much of a player. That's all I want here. It's still about communicating your personality authentically and effectively. But if you do that, if you're just honest, disagreement is naturally going to happen. So allow yourself to communicate your honest thoughts, feelings, and beliefs much more non-filtered and non-censored. So I guess I'll agree with, I think, what the core of that was, where you shouldn't be afraid to voice your real opinion. But... I just hate everything that he's saying and the way he's saying it. And I don't think that he's just saying, be yourself. I think it's more than that. Don't have factual arguments. Now, not <laughs> being agreeable does not mean you're supposed to have arguments with her. Never have serious arguments on the first date. Because if you do that, you drop into logic and then certain parts of her brain are being primed that are very logical. And that's not what's going to create attraction and arousal and love, excitement, maybe desire for intimacy or sex and that's not going to happen okay so you can either have logical conversations or you can have fun yes you definitely can't combine the two you can have a logical conversation and expect to be having fun i mean i will say that if he is trying to have douchebags hide the fact that they're douchebags they definitely shouldn't get into logical arguments because i've been on a few dates where we've had logical arguments about you know not saying like offensive words or you know women 
being equal to men, which I'm not really sure if this guy believes that because it kind of seems like he doesn't. Um, and having those logical arguments actually did make my attraction go down. So he's onto something, but it was literally just that person showing who they were. So I would much rather someone have a logical argument with me than have fun if it means that I get to know on the first date that you're an asshole rather than having to find that out on the third or fourth date. So he's onto something. He's sure onto something. But again, I hate it because he's telling men to hide their true selves, to trick women because we're so easily tricked, right? To trick women into maybe possibly having the desire for intimacy. And I'm not making fun of his accent. Sorry. I just, I just hate him. Mistake number three, not creating a man to woman connection. That's where a lot of men really, really fail. And it's not because there's anything wrong with you. It's not even your fault because nobody taught you. If you don't know how to create a man to woman interaction, and it's not your fault because who taught you? But people always say in society, men should already know how to talk to women. Really? Is that so? Why is that so? Should we already know how to ski? Should we already know how to drive a car? Should we already know how to build a business? Should we already know how to play? You were taught how to interact with people and humans and women because you learned how to talk from a young age. So where is he saying no one taught you? No one taught you how to be a player and lie to women. But also, okay. No, somebody has to teach us these things. It's a skill of communication like anything else. Now, communication is very much context dependent. And there's the general social context. There's the work context. And there's the dating context. The dating context requires a very unique type of communication that's learnable. Data, exactly. That's that. Um, she needs to know that. Just so you, cause you guys, ooh, just because you guys can't see what's on the screen. The first thing that popped up, it says dating does not equal general social context. Why are we treating dating like it's like this weird thing that you have to relearn how to communicate with humans? Gen like dating is general social context. You're talking to someone. You're trying to get to know them. Why is that different from general social? He just goes, it pops up on the screen. He's like, oh, yeah, that's that's that. Like it's duh, like second nature. The second one is she needs to know that you want her. Let's hear. Oftentimes guys fail to convey intimate interest they don't know she doesn't know that you want her as a man and therefore she simply just follows your implied premise your implied frame being the friend zone and she can never you can never friend zone she can have friends on you you can only have friends on yourself the friend zone is only what she can never friend zone you you can only friends on yourself bullshit <laughs> what offer she makes you and you accept it no need to do that. You can build the man-to-woman connection verbally as well as non-verbally. Oh. Always be respectful. If she's ever uncomfortable, give her space, back off, and respect it. Okay. That's spot on. That's good advice. Good on you. One, one for like 82. This is not about being a creep. This is simply about making her an offer. If she accepts it, no, that's fine. You move on and find somebody else who's more interested in you. Okay? Really important to respect her boundaries there. Yeah, without this, you will get friend zone, or she just won't want to meet you again for a second date. Mistake number four, being politically correct. Oh One of my favorite subjects. Political correctness is a disease. Why is it a disease? Well, there's many, many reasons for it. Some of them that I don't, some of which that I don't want to get into here, uh, some of which I don't want to get into here now, but basically it prevents connection. 
Because what does it mean to be politically correct? It means to be dishonest. You're filtering what you're actually. I would love to hear your feedback on this. Does political correctness mean that you're, what did he say? Wait, let me go back. Reasons for it. Some of them that I don't, some of which that I don't want to get into here. Uh, some of which I don't want to get into here now, but basically it prevents connection. Because what does it mean to be politically correct? It means to be dishonest. Okay, no. Because so much of what I feel like I say is politically correct because I learned how to talk respectfully and not be like prejudiced and racist and misogynistic or like whatever. Being politically correct means that you are not insulting people that's i mean that's how i take it i would love to get your opinions on this but being politically correct doesn't mean being dishonest there's words that you shouldn't use there's things that you shouldn't say because it's just genuinely not something that you should say out loud i political correctness is a disease this guy is a disease jesus filtering what you're actually thinking and thereby you're preventing true connection remember this attraction and connection that's what you're going to do on a day. You're going to create attraction as well as connection. But you can only connect to somebody if you really know what's going on inside of them. Okay? Otherwise, you're not going to be able to. How are you supposed to be able to get really excited about the value or belief system of a person or outlook on life if she doesn't share it with you? She's being a politician. Okay? That's the whole thing. Being kind versus being nice. Nobody wants to date a politician unless you happen to be a politician. Obviously, it doesn't mean you're not welcome in the coaching program. If you're a politician, that's not at all what that means. But even if you're a politician at work, drop that shit when you get into your dating and your social context. The more you can drop these filters, the more people are going to really, really like you. You'll have much more depth. Some people will hate you. Some people will severely dislike you if you voice your honest thoughts, feelings, and opinions. But other ones will really, really love you. And remember that Okay, at least I like that he acknowledged that. If you are honest, some people will hate you. Yeah, for sure. So I guess, yeah, maybe don't be politically correct. Be the asshole that you are. I guess, like I kind of said before, I'd rather know that on the first date. About, not just about getting more and more and more dates. This is about helping you find a relationship that's truly going to fulfill you. If you want a family, if you want children, or even if you just want this one lifetime partner, or even just for the long term, if you want to have a good time, you've got to be able to be on the same side. And if you're not on the same side with these things with a lot of those core values and outlooks on life you'll have a lot of issues coming up in the relationship and as jordan peterson says conflict delayed is conflict multiplied you'd rather bring up some of these things over the course of the first half an hour or an hour and you see what happens i have to ask because he's like referenced multiple quotes i don't know who any of these people are and i feel like <laughs> should i i don't know who a single person he mentioned jordan peterson let me see Jordan Peterson. Okay, he's a Canadian clinical psychologist and a YouTube personality. And he's written some books. Okay, I would love, I'm going to find out a little bit more about this guy because I'm going to go back also and try to find the people that he referenced before because I feel like he's throwing in quotes to make it seem like he's more legit. And I apologize if you agree with everything he said. Rock on. I just can't stand this. <laughs> I can't stand this guy. Yeah, being kind is not the same thing as being nice. You can be warm, but it doesn't mean you have to be fake. Okay? Authenticity creates connection. 
touched on that earlier. And yes, you have to become way more honest and less filtered. A lot of guys also have to become more calibrated. You also have to learn to be more calibrated, which is effective, but also honest. Okay, you think you're being honest, but probably you're not. Probably you're still too afraid to share what's actually going on inside of your mind. And if you did that, you'd find somebody with whom you can have a fantastic time. You know, a lot of guys say, oh, I don't know what happened. But over the course of two or three months, she changed. Or after a year, she changed. Well, there are certain relationship dynamics that you may have violated that caused that. But it could also simply be the case that you changed. Because in the beginning, you were too agreeable. Then a couple of months in, once you know you had her, you became more at ease with yourself and you started sharing what you actually believed. You started sharing your authentic personality traits. You weren't holding back anymore. And then she's like, oh, well, this is not what I signed up for. This is Because you're an asshole. I signed up for. And then obviously she's going to start reacting in a much more distant way to you. So, oh yeah, mistake number five, running out of things to say. Sometimes you just don't know what to say anymore. This makes you come across as weird or at least boring. I don't agree with that. I feel like it happens. I mean, if you run out of things to say completely and you have nothing to talk about with your partner with, that's strange. But, you know, conversations kind of reach an end at some points or there's lulls in conversation. I don't think that makes someone weird or boring. But apparently that's what <laughs> that was, that's what makes women lose attraction in men. Let's see. She loses attraction to you. You have to develop the skill of being able to talk forever, authentically and effectively. If you if you talk forever, she's going to get fucking annoyed because shut the fuck up. What? This guy probably can talk forever. But it's literally just bullshit coming out of his mouth. Okay, my advice, if you are um, listening to this and you are dating, you do not have to date forever. I don't care who, what this guy says. You do not have to be able to talk forever. Also... Learn how to ask questions. That would be nice. So if you're going to talk forever, are you going to ask someone questions so they have a chance to talk? This guy probably doesn't want you to ask questions. That's probably a no-no. Running out of things to say on the date, that's a real problem. So how can I help you? I'd like to invite you really briefly. Jump on a first free coaching call with me. We'll create a step-by-step plan for you based on your individual situation the call is completely free and obviously we can then talk about um if it makes sense for us to work together or not afterwards but this call is completely free so apply to get one of those you can imagine the demand we have for those so obviously not everybody is going to get one because this is the next thing okay this is not for everybody you must be open to learning uh, what actually works because the stuff that i share on youtube and tiktok is only the top five or two percent of the iceberg there's so much more beneath right <laughs> The so stuff deep. that really works, that's not politically correct, that I'm not able to share because otherwise the account would get shut down. Okay. So I'm going to follow this guy on TikTok and I will update you on what is below the iceberg because if it's going to get him shut down, I want to know what he is hiding. Like, bro, <laughs> what? Also the demand. Who? I'm going to get someone. I'm going to get, because I'm sure he is only going to take guys like, to call him or whatever. I'm gonna find, maybe I'll have my friend call, the one that gave me this video, to call and try to get, um, or apply for a call. Because I would love in real real time to hear what this guy has to say. Obviously it's still based in kindness and respect, but it's still not politically correct enough. Um, you must leave your ego at home. Don't even think about applying. If you have a big ego, I don't want you. I'm not interested in having these kinds of clients, not at all. If you're open to learning, we're gonna be able to deliver the best results for you. I'm going to be able to have, get you to have a fantastic day in life, something beyond your wildest dreams. Check the testimonials on the website. Check them. 
okay? Um, I'm going to be able to help you find an amazing relationship, something that you didn't even think was possible if you're open to learning, but you cannot have the slightest of ego. If you come in here with the slightest big of ego, you won't even apply, okay? But on the other hand, if you're open to learning, we have a key for you. We have a solution for you. Yeah, you must be open to dating with amazing women. Obviously, you must be willing to take action. If that's you, then book your first free call right now. Act now. That's it from my side, guys. Review those five mistakes. Implement them. Whether you decide to come on a free call or not, implement those tips already, and your dates will go a lot better. I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon. I wish you all the best. Uh, all right. Thank you so much to my friend for sharing that video with me. You just brought my heart rate to unimaginable levels because I'm so frustrated that there is literally someone out there that is making money off of people spouting this bullshit, but also that there are people who fall for it. I'm on his website right now and there are testimonials and it's client success. One of them is called how he found his girlfriend in nine weeks. Blank's relationship was bad as hell in quotation marks before he joined this coaching program. We also have, oh, this guy's relationship life didn't exist before joining the coaching program. He felt nervous about having a conversation with a woman. Thank God for the this dating coach. And then this last guy went on zero dates. He went from zero dates in 2020 to having three dates in one day within six weeks of coaching. If you're on three dates in one day, that seems excessive. I mean, as someone who's been on two dates in one day, that's a lot. But also, oh my God. So it says apply for a free initial consultation. Can I apply for this? Your free consultation call. Oh, it's asking for my name and I don't want to make up a name. Guys, if any of you are willing to go through and like actually apply for this, please reach out to me because I'm so curious right now. And his website is so funny. It's him and a woman like just staring at each other. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, again, I didn't want to share his name. I don't want to be out here like publicly shaming or hating on anyone. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. This video was just too good for me not to share. I So much of what I believe goes against what he believes. I just don't, I don't think that you can uh, have like a foolproof way of making sure someone likes you. You're taking out everything on the other side of that. Like just assuming everything you do, if you do X, Y, and Z, the person's going to like you no matter what. I feel like also putting in the context of if you men do this to woman, woman will fall for you. Like we're so dumb that we can't think for ourselves or that if, you know, you're funny, we'll fall for you. But don't be too logical because we just react to emotions. We don't react to logic. Ugh. Well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I, sorry I got fired up. Um, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Stay, you know, keep keep responding to my polls, keep responding to my questions. I love hearing from you and stay tuned. And I am going to take my friend Derek's advice and read the last message that I received from a dating app. This is from someone on Bumble. We had messaged or I had messaged just a um, 
you know, hi. And they asked how I slept. I said, like, a baby. Um, and then he said, you're very dear. And I said, thanks. And he said, I like your photos. You are a beautiful woman and your beauty is notorious. And I said, notorious? And he said, something that can be perceived at all times. The notorious word signifies this. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, not respond and delete that because it was a little creepy for me. And that is why dating will be the death of me.